0: hey everyone i'm blake atwell and welcome into the blake show lakers betting podcast the show on the believe podcast network that covers all things lakers with a blend of betting advice and analysis subscribe to the show on youtube drop a like on this video if you're watching there if you're listening follow us on spotify apple iheart wherever else you get your podcast by searching the lakers betting podcast now let's talk some lakers Today is going to be the next show in our offseason future series where we take a look at some Lakers futures on FanDuel for player and coach awards. We've done MVP and defensive player of the year so far. So check those episodes out today. We're going to focus on Austin Reeves odds and sort of where he stacks in the most improved player award odds list. But before we get to that, of course, yesterday, which was Friday, August 4th was a big day for the Lakers as they extended Anthony Davis, $186 million max extension three years and a great move by the Lakers as they get a foundational piece for what's going to be the next era of Lakers basketball. Likely after this next season when LeBron James either retires or goes and plays with Bronny or whatever happens there, it's looking like the Lakers are saying, okay, we're going to have Austin Reeves. Rui Hachimura, we have our young guys, you know, Christy, Jalen Hood-Chefino, Maxwell Lewis, and then, of course, again, you know, Reeves-Hachimura, and then you have Anthony Davis. That core right there, especially if you can get the younger guys to develop into some nice pieces, looks really good. And then you're the Lakers, you're in L.A., you have everything going for you. It's going to be an easy pick for the next star that becomes disgruntled and wants out of a situation to want to go there and sort of fill the void that LeBron James will leave, again, once he either retires or, you know, moves on to another team or, or whatever the case is. So, last thing I want to say about this Anthony Davis news before we get to the Austin Reeves stuff in this show is that there were a lot of uh, sort of, you know, takes going around social media yesterday about this Anthony Davis thing. Was it a good move or not for the Lakers? And I think anybody that follows the team closely said and rightly so that it that it is a great move and there is a graphic that was going around twitter that is getting quite a bit of buzz that i did want to talk about and it's essentially looking at games played for some superstars since the 2016 2017 season and 80 has played 400 games Joel Embiid 394 steph curry 387 kyrie irving 362 kevin durant 345 so out of those five guys, including AD, of course, AD, has played the most games. And yet the narrative around him is that he's fragile and he can't stay healthy and he can't stay consistent. And there is some evidence to back that up, just in the fact that before this past season, he had been riddled with some injuries with his time with the Lakers. But if you look at what he did his first season with the team and essentially leading the team to a championship alongside LeBron James, and then you look at what he did mostly last season. He played 50 plus games. He was dominant a good amount of that time on both sides of the floor and was a huge reason why, albeit a little inconsistent in the Grizzly series, but was a huge reason why the Lakers got out of that series and then beat Golden State to face Denver in the Western Conference Finals. So, like, I don't think that Anthony Davis, if you look at it from a bird's eye view, is any more fragile than a number of these other superstars in the league. So I don't think that the health thing would be a reason that the Lakers would not extend him and would not pay him. And then, of course, if you watch the team play, you know how dominant Anthony Davis is on both sides of the floor, especially when he brings it. And as we talked about in some of our other future series shows in terms of MVP and defensive player of the year, Anthony Davis has the potential to be either winning those awards or in the finals for those awards or in the conversation for the awards, the entire season. And I think this year, now that he's gotten paid, you're really going to see Anthony Davis take the next step as the leader of the team. I just think that that is the way that this is shaping out to be. And uh, the Lakers and Laker fans have a lot to be excited about when it comes to the overall roster. And now when it comes to who is going to be the centerpiece of their team in the post LeBron era, at least for the first few couple years and Anthony Davis. So that's all we'll talk about today for the Anthony Davis stuff, but want to get on to the topic of today's show, which is sort of looking at where any Lakers stand on the odds board for most improved player. And the Laker at the center of the most improved player award odds board is third year guard, Austin Reeves, of course. And Austin currently has the seventh best odds to win the award for most improved player at plus 1,600. The six players ahead of Austin to win the award are Alfred Sengun of the Houston Rockets, Anthony Simons of the Portland Trailblazers, Jordan Poole of the Wizards, Tyrese Maxey of the Sixers, Cade Cunningham of the Pistons, and Mikhail Bridges is the favorite of the Brooklyn Nets at plus 650. Now, a couple of these guys, you know, are playing for team USA right now in the, we saw it in the scrimmages of the videos that came out yesterday, where the sort of like more stacked team that Austin Reese is on lost to the select team of the younger guys led by Kate Cunningham and their guys on both of these teams that, you know, are going to be in the running for this award. And that's sort of what we have to look at here is not just how is Austin going to perform, but how does the field perform? And looking at what the Lakers team goals are, just like sort of as we did with the Defensive Player of the Year, the MVP awards, does is there a scenario here where it's realistic that Austin could win this award? Now, in, just in terms of Austin, as Laker fans know, he's consistently gotten better since he joined a team in 2021, and his improvement really paid off this summer because the Lakers re-signed him on a four-year, $56 million max contract extension, and all the reports indicate that the San Antonio Spurs pulled the trigger and paid him a lot more that the Lakers were going to match it. Rockets threw money at him the Lakers were going to match it so his progression especially the way he looked in the playoffs really paid off for him this summer getting that contract along with that new contract the Athletic reported this summer that the Lakers intend on running more of their offense degrees this season to further unlock his point guard skills so considering what we saw in the playoffs from Austin Reed's all of this does equate to what should be another step forward in his development this season and a year more developed on a Lakers team that's going to have more talent from training camp than either of the two previous groups that Austin played with in a system. That's going to encourage him to showcase his playmaking skills more than ever. So I don't have any doubt that Austin is going to continue to improve this season and that he's going to be one of the best players on one of the best teams in the Western conference and in the NBA. So the question is, how does all of that contribute to his case for winning most improved player? Well, let's examine his numbers from his first two NBA seasons. So For his career, he's averaging 10.2 points, 2.6 assists per game. But his numbers sharply increased from year one to year two, of course, 7.3 points to 13 points, 1.8 assists to 3.4 assists, 32% from the three point line the first year to around 40% last year. And then in the playoffs, of course, is when he really took the next step. Last season, his development, where he averaged 16.9 points per game, 4.6 assists. So based on how Austin looked in the playoffs, Let's just say that he matches those totals this season with an increased role. Let's call it around 17 points and five assists per game. And let's also say that the Lakers hit the over on their projected win total, which I have a whole show on of 47 and a half, which I believe they will. And that they are a top three seed in the West. If all those things come to fruition, Austin's going to be in great shape to win this award. And I think certainly in better shape than a number of guys currently ahead of him on the odds board. So for the number that he's at, I would say uh go for it because i think that there is a realistic scenario where austin is going to be in contention for this award maybe winning this award and i think that the number that he's at right now and being seventh on the odds board that is not going to stay the case once the season progresses so jump on that while that's there sangoon simons and jordan pool are the three guys directly ahead of austin as we said earlier and i don't think that they pose much of a threat to him in my opinion Sangoon, really good player, and Houston is going to be improved, of course, bringing in Ime Udoka, Fred Van Bleet, Dylan Brooks. Eh. <laughs> um, but they won't be good enough for Sangoon, I don't think, as a team to get sort of the attention or the narrative that he needs um, to be ahead of Austin Reeves. If Austin Reeves continues to improve, of course, and the Lakers are as good as they are projected to be, especially in the regular season. Anthony Simons is in a similar spot as Sangoon, where Um, you know, talent-wise, great young player. I think numbers-wise definitely has the capability to put up more numbers than Sengun and more numbers than Austin Reeves. But we just don't know what's going on in Portland. We don't know what they're going to do with Damian Lillard. Is he going to be on the team? Is he going to be off the team? If he's on the team and you have Lillard, you have um, Anthony Simons, you have Scoot Henderson, you have Shaden Sharp. I mean, that is like a lot of guards. (laughs) So that could be something that sort of stunts Simon's growth especially just in terms of his numbers and then if especially if the Blazers keep Dame I mean they're not going to be a very good team so same as the Rockets I just don't see him really being a threat to win the award so the fact that he's ahead of Austin Reeves is interesting to me and it's something that I think you can jump on right now on the odds market um, and lastly the third guy that's ahead of um, Austin Reeves that we'll talk about right now Jordan Poole and look, I mean, it's it's looking like he's going to put up some big numbers on probably lower efficiency because he's going to be shooting so many shots. He's going to be the focal point of that team, along with Kuzma. And the Wizards are probably going to be awful. Like, it's just the truth, man. And I love Kyle Kuzma. I think Jordan Poole is a nice young player. But I don't think, again, just as the other two guys, that from a team standpoint, they're going to be winning enough games or are going to be sort of, you know, um, just in a place where a narrative can be created where Jordan Poole would be ahead of Austin Reeves if the Lakers are as good as they should be, and Reeves continues his play for the playoffs. Cade Cunningham is sort of the next guy that's ahead of Austin Reeves, and um, I think that he is the biggest wild card out of the three guys, which is Cade Cunningham, Tyrese Maxey, and Mikhail Bridges. And I just say that he's the biggest wild card because as good as he looked in those videos that came out of the Team USA scrimmage yesterday, we haven't seen improve anything, much of anything, I should say, in the regular season at the NBA level because of health. Obviously, you know, from what we have seen, very, very good young player, but you could potentially group him in with the other guys that we talked about earlier where Detroit, how good are they going to be? If they're you know in in the playoffs, then and he's the best player on the team, then that could be tough because he wasn't even in the conversation because of injury, you know, last season. So um, that's something that you have to look out here, uh, look out for here. On the Philly side, um, assuming James Harden is going to be out of Philly, Tyrese Maxey is going to have every opportunity to put up monster numbers and step right into that role alongside Joel Embiid, and then Mikhail Bridges blew up once he got to Brooklyn last season. Another guy who is going to probably put up big numbers and like Maxi is on a team that's probably going to be contending in the Eastern conference for, you know, a higher playoff spot. So that also, you know, when you're comparing him to Reeves puts him as more of a threat to Austin Reeves to win this award. And my pick right now to win the award is Tyrese Maxie at plus 1300. I think that Hardwin is definitely going to get traded and as we saw in some previous stops of his, even if he doesn't get traded, he's not going to like, you know, play hard and and whatever, probably be out of shape. So I think either way, it's going to create a really good opportunity for Maxi to take that next step in his development, playing alongside the MVP. Like, I just think numbers wise, narrative wise, um, especially if Philly can somehow get a decent return for Harden, could be a pretty good team. And uh, I think that the narrative and sort of the on-court potential is there for Maxi to really run away with this award. But I do see, as of right now, Austin finishing in at least the top three. So as you know, we touched on earlier in the show, I think that plus 1600 for him offers great value. And I think that when we look at him actually winning the award, um, he would really need to take it like not just sort of another step in his development. I think he would need to take it two notches up where, you know, he's overtaking Mikhail Bridges or Tyrese Maxey for this award. And then I don't think that Cade Cunningham is as serious, serious of a threat. Although I do think that he is a more serious threat than those other three guys that we talked about on some of the, uh, the, the worst teams in the NBA. So you know, in terms of a scenario where Austin could win the award, I think if he increased his numbers a little bit from the playoffs, and let's say he's close to like 20 points a game, and then let's say the Lakers are dominating, like let's say they're as good as they were in the 2019-2020 regular season and they're in the top three like the whole season and they're consistently beating teams, you know, the Bucks, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Nuggets, like the Suns, like in those national TV games – and Austin is playing like he did in the playoffs, then I think you're looking at a scenario where he could definitely win the award. So it's possible, but I think that it's more likely that Tyrese Maxey just because of his situation is going to have a better opportunity to do it. Now, let me clarify that. Of course, this is under the assumption when we're talking about Maxey and Bridges, that both of of their teams are going to be relevant in the East and nothing crazy changes. And the other side of this where you could say, okay, maybe these guys help Austin out a little bit and their teams actually help Austin out a little bit because there is a chance, clearly, that things are going to fall apart in Philly. Because let's say that they do trade James Harden to the Clippers and they get a bunch of Clippers role players like and Maxi for whatever reason, just isn't as good in that role as people think he's going to be. Then you're looking at a situation with Joel Embiid. I mean, he's in his prime of his career. He's a guy who's dealt with injury problems. Um, He could ask out. And then that completely changes the whole Philly situation. And even if he doesn't ask out, the team just may not be very good. So that could help Austin because I think there is a high likelihood that the Lakers are going to be a better team than the Sixers are this next season. Brooklyn, interesting situation. Of course, they're rumored to be one of the – potential landing spots for, for Damian Lillard before his agent sort of came out and said that it was Miami or bust so we'll see if 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 they get him or maybe they get Tyler Hero in a three-team deal or you know I think we, we kind of have to see with Brooklyn specifically and with the Eastern Conference in general what happens with this Lillard trade if it happens when it happens who's involved who's not involved and and so on so Either of those two teams struggling, though, that could really also open the door for Austin to win the award. Um, but I just think, when, especially when you're looking at the top of this leaderboard with Maxie and Bridges, those are two, like, budding superstars in the NBA. And you combine that with the fact that this Lakers guard rotation is also, like, deep and deeper than it has been in previous seasons with Russell, Gabe Vincent. So I think that Austin is going to need a little bit of outside help to win this award um but you know i do think that there is a strong possibility that uh that he's contending for the award and again rehash it plus 1600 don't expect that to be there as the season starts and wears on so jump on that now that would be my advice here and i think he's going to climb the odds board um my pick of tyrese maxi i will say is subject to change (laughs) because we have to see what happens with the James Harden trade, and we have to see how Maxi plays in an elevated role if Harden is out. But that being said, um, look, Austin Reeves and the Lakers are, are in great shape. And again, I only see Reeves continuing to improve. I think the Lakers are going to consistently be one of the best teams in the league. So there's a lot to look forward to if you are a Laker fan. That'll do it for today's Most Improved Player Odd Show. Stay tuned for the next episode of this future series I'm going to be discussing Darvin Ham's odds for coach of the year. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Blake show. Lakers betting podcast, please subscribe and like our videos on YouTube. Follow us along wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. And I will see you next time.